0: Everyone and welcome to Gore Gab. I am your host, Uncle Ponyboy, and I'm here with well, finally yep. DJ Gill. Ben,
1: another minute. I, it's this monthly thing of having me on every month. I just feel like I haven't been here in forever, and I miss you.
0: It's sad. Yeah, it makes it, me. I cry nightly on, thinking about it
1: on the reg, thinking about what it's like to be cooped up into a small room that smells of e-cig smoke and farts.
0: Who vapes?
1: Vape nation, bro. Seth,
0: Seth vapes.
1: Yeah, I know Seth is a vapor. At
0: Seth point is all, <clears throat> at Seth point.
1: He's like the mayor of Vape Nation.
0: Yeah, he. I mean, pretty much. So he would come to my house and just vape out my entire living room.
1: He does this cool vape trick with his butthole. That <laughs> those are the best. vape it, tricks. It's
0: unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We should get a video of that. We should and send it to us.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll tweet it out on the. Uh, On the twits, and then uh, no one one will look at it other than us.
0: First of all, do you know how many times we've said on the podcast we were going to tweet something after the podcast and have never done it? And
1: look at how much public backlash we have not gotten.
0: (laughs) Nobody gives a shit whether we tweet things or not. Yeah,
1: nobody's really taken any of our... Uh, We did uh, tweet... Whatever.
0: I did tweet a picture of Seth's nipple.
1: That's true. We did come through on that promise.
0: Right before he quit out, he just bitched right on out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the, the Eternal Benedict Arnold.
0: Yes. So this week we are doing uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre
1: for McConaughey's Big Day. Out. Oh
0: my God, dude! All right. So for those of you who don't know, for those that you don't know, those at you, them,
1: them, jo- you, them's you <laughs> who ain't knowing.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is uh one of the first movies for both Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. And, uh... This is actually
1: a prequel to Bridget Jones' Diary.
0: Yeah. And it's terrible. Yes. I've seen people try to justify... Like, I've seen people try to say this is a good movie for... Like, you know, it, it was like a... Like, they were saying it was, um, You know, he was trying to say something about horror movies and how they had lost their effect and, and stuff like that. But I just don't buy that shit. So, th- this was written by Kim Hinkle, who... Also wrote the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: It's got to be one of those where like he thinks he's maybe doing something really cool, and it turns into a big piece of shit, and everybody's like, "This fucking sucks." And he's like, "Well, I meant, I mean, I meant for it to suck."
0: Right. Well, he directed this, which he just wrote the original one, and he directed this one, and it was uh, it was really bad. It was was written by him as well. Yeah, yeah. He wrote and directed this one, and it is no good. This was originally intended to be a direct sequel to the original. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They were going to bring uh, the characters of the cook and the hitchhiker back, uh, the original actors, and they were going to play the same roles in this, which would be the role Matthew McConaughey played in this other guy, who's actually, out of everybody in this movie, Joe Stevens, who played W.E. Slaughter, he is the only one. He's got like 76 acting credits or something like that. So, other than McConaughey and Zellweger, he's the only one that's gone on to do. I mean, those are two
1: massive names, really. Oh, huge names. And this yeah. is a complete pile of shit. You know, that I'm going to, never mind my clicking, I'm going to look up what movie he directly did after this.
0: Hopefully, something amazing. So, we're about to find out. But So, so you know, they wanted this to be a sequel to the original one, and it, it didn't work out the... The original actors of the Cook and the Hitchhiker dropped out of this. They didn't want to do it. So they just replaced the characters and I mean, at that point I'm assuming you're he had to rewrite the whole story. I mean, it was gonna be based on the characters from the original movie, and then it ended up being about this new family. Uh the Slaughter family. Their last name is Slaughter, Man. which is terrible. So Leatherface's name, he is credited in this movie as Leatherface Slaughter, which is horrendous. His last
1: name is Slaughter.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's really really terrible. And you know, I I honestly have never seen uh the third one, Leatherface. All I remember is being a kid and going into like Blockbuster or whatever video store and seeing the VHS cover for it and it was like Leatherface kind of in like a silhouette holding a giant chainsaw that said Saw is Family on it. Sounds dope. Yeah, I'm sure it's Quality. Did you find your information? Yeah, so, okay,
1: so this movie came out in 1994. Through 1995, it looks like McConaughey, which he did this after Days and Confused. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't (laughs) seem to be. It does not compute. Uh, Anyways, uh, 95, he is in. A few shorts and some movies I've never
0: heard of. We did like ninety six or ninety seven was a time to kill, and right? then
1: yeah, and then all of a sudden, just in ninety six straight, a time to kill, and then Contact in ninety seven. Uh, from there, he kind—I of, guess—he kind of fell off a little bit, and then the Wedding Planner in two thousand one kind of rejuvenated Top. his career. He wasn't really in—he's been in a sh- like shit ton of movies since two thousand one. But between two thousand one and his beginnings in nineteen ninety two on Unsolved Mysteries, oh, uh, he just really didn't do much. I mean, he did he did movies and shorts, but nothing of like
0: that's notable. I nothing as good as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. That <sighs> could be debatable. <laughs> so, obviously, we found this movie to be horrible, uh, and we'll get into that. It's. A giant pile of shit there's really no other way to describe it it's Mm. terrible like i uh people that love texas chainsaw like you cannot justify liking this movie like there to me there is no fucking way you could ever sit down and convince me that this is good even as some kind of like think piece you know like
1: i don't think it's good as a think piece or on any level other than like i found it enjoyable
0: Oh, it's enjoyable to watch. It's just a piece of shit. Yeah, it's not good, but yeah, it's like... We've watched a lot of movies that we gave great enjoyability ratings, but they're shitty fucking movies.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, this was just... But really, I mean, it comes back to, like, it's McConaughey. He kills it. I wouldn't say he kills it.
0: He overacts the shit out of it. Yeah, I
1: would say he, he is... He's like a fucking straight car wreck that you can't look away from in this. Yeah, well, he
0: like uh, he definitely like takes it to the next level, right? In many scenes of this movie, it
1: is. I mean, we'll get into it, but he is straight unhinged.
0: Well, and and Zellweger has like some of her dialogues, like some of the worst I've seen yeah, in one of these a, movies. A lot it's of the, terrible. A
1: lot of these lines. Are not like you. It doesn't matter how good of an actor or actress you are, you couldn't even deliver this dialogue in a oh yeah, no
0: good way. No, absolutely not. No. So let's get right into it. Then the movie starts with the classic like chainsaw massacre, like kind of like text scrawl at the beginning of it, and it kind of explains what's been going on since the original movie. Basically, a bunch of years have passed. The original members of the family have been fugitives for nobody was ever apprehended after the original texas chainsaw massacre and so i think that kind of ties into them changing the story around because i think that that was supposed to lead in to the family still doing the same shit they were doing and then it became right something completely different but anyway then it jumps to like the title card was hilarious i thought for the movie because it looked like it was made with the doom engine yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks
1: like absolutely. I mean, it looks like '90s, like early '90s computer graphics. Yeah.
0: No, it looks really bad. Which I mean, <laughs> is probably exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you look back at stuff like Scarface or something like that, and it, it, that stuff looks better. Or it looks than like did. it like looks vintage in a cool way. It was like fluorescent orange, yeah. and it said Texas. Texas. I did it even say the Next Generation, or did it just say Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I
1: don't remember.
0: Does it matter? Oh, Does it doesn't matter. I wasn't
1: paying close enough attention. It
0: doesn't really matter. So they get... The first scene of the movie is at a prom. Uh, and there's actually... One of the first things that happens is we see this girl named Heather. And she's walking around looking for Barry, who you I'll immediately assume is her boyfriend. So she's walking like through the halls asking everyone where Barry's at. And there's a clip from this scene, and I actually have it, of... She she goes up and talks to this other girl and is some of the worst. Like she's supposed to be, I don't know. She's supposed to be neurotic, or what? But it is literally some of the worst acting I've ever heard in my life. And uh, hold on, I want to play that real quick. Both time. Evidence. Evidence.
1: Evidence. it.
0: Bitch, that's pretty much exactly what happened. I just like, I found that so funny both times I watched it, man. And it, so she's walking around. Heather's going around. She's trying to find Barry, right? And we don't, we don't know who Barry is. We don't even know who Heather is at this point. All you we can, know is she's trying to find her. Boyfriend. You can
1: tell by his name that he's a low nut
0: hanging, just douche, dude. This guy. Hey, I'm Barry. This guy he's the worst, man. Like, so mm-hmm. Heather's running around and and she finally finds Barry, and of course he's uh behind a pillar, like making out with some other girl. And he's like, What?
1: What do you want? Yeah, oh, you want? It's
2: fine.
0: Yeah, and she so she like gets like off, you know, upset obviously and runs out and jumps in her car. He chases her. He also jumps in the car. And then so there's this whole like this long scene, it's several minutes long of like them riding in the car and they're like arguing back and forth. And Barry's like the worst fucking human being I've ever seen in my life. He's like, he ends up turning it around on her. That she, it's cause she's a bitch. And she, yeah, and that she's not, she won't have sex with him. So it's her fault. Cause he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, you don't understand. Guys need sex, they have to have sex.
1: Scientifically, it's been proven.
0: He, he literally says that if guys don't have sex, they'll get prostrate cancer, is what he says.
1: Uh, listen, we sometimes gloss over important messages. Uh, we want to ensure that all of our listeners over the age of 40 are getting yearly prostrate exams.
0: Don't miss out on your prostrate exam. So that they're riding in the car and... Uh, turns out that Renee Zellweger's character Jenny is in the back seat with like Dude, I, don't
1: this, I don't I was watching this and I
0: like all of a sudden like the camera panned to like people in the back is like who what the f- who yeah she Jenny like P- Zellweger's character pops up out of the back seat and she's like that's not true and at this point they had been driving for like ten miles right and they
1: never show them like get in the car or anything do they yeah
0: he chases her out and she's like trying to run away and he catches up with her and then jumps in and he's like slow the fuck down because this is my dad's car or some shit like that.
1: But do you ever see the other two people oh, no, in the, in the car? Like, no, no, yeah, they're no. just there. Right. So they're
0: like, she's speeding off, like flying around turns and skidding everywhere. Almost has a wreck. And the entire time, there's two people in the back seat that do not pop up until he talks about how you get prostrate cancer from not having sex. And then they both pop up out of the back seat and Barry then... Proceeds to tell Renee Zellweger's character, Jenny, that she's so ugly, she'll never get a date. And that's when she, like, turns around. and He turns around to Heather and starts telling her that it's all her fault because she won't fuck him. Right. So. Good stuff. Just literally a horrible piece of shit.
1: Excellent duding.
0: Yeah. So they, they end up going out to the woods for some reason they're like on like a state highway and then they decide to turn down this dirt road and just start driving for no there's literally no explanation as to why in the fuck they're not going to a party
1: they don't know where they're going or what they're doing they're just
0: cruising They so they start cruising down this this dirt road and then all of a sudden they start
1: baby what's song you made me want to roll my windows down (laughs) (laughs) and cruise
0: and that's what they do I wish they would have sang that song. Florida Georgia Line
1: knows what's up.
0: Oh, my God. I'm like... I'll be be here all night with the (laughs) country hits. I don't know how I should feel about what just happened. I feel disgusted and disappointed (laughs) that you even know lyrics to a single Florida Georgia Line.
1: That is legitimately not a good song. (laughs) And it was... like You literally couldn't go anywhere when that came out without hearing it. I don't know
0: how you don't know the words to it. Because I've never heard it. You know what I'm talking about. I know, I've never heard that song before. You have. I literally have never heard that song You before. have heard it. I don't watch CMT. <sighs> Am I missing out? Is CMT like that good? Oh, I, CMT is... I need to get on that CMT train. Oh, that Florida-Georgia line. You know. I'm trying to watch all... No, of I Georgia,
1: lived in Georgia Stillwater when that song came out.
0: So it was literally impossible to go anywhere and not hear it. Stillwater, Oklahoma, by the way. Yes, which that doesn't surprise me. That that yeah. song was probably playing on every street corner when it yes. came out. I mean, I've never heard it, but
1: yeah, no. In Stillwater, it was a, uh, it was like it was on everywhere. Anyways,
0: they're driving down the road. Dri- they're cruising. They're they're cruising down the dirt road, and all of a sudden, dude, I swear this fucking car comes out of the woods. They're like driving down this old dirt road, and all of a sudden, this car comes out of nowhere from the side. This is a single lane fucking dirt road. This car comes out of the woods and T-bones them. Yep. So they the car like flies off the road and they wreck and they get out and there's a get some other kid in the car. He gets out. He's like, "Hey man, I'm all right." And then he like passes out on the ground. The car's stuck. Barry tries to get it out. He's like flooring it and the tires are just spinning. So then they decide to split up. Oh, yep.
1: Yeah. A couple people are going to stay with the car in case somebody drives by. So some the other people are going to go that the whatever his name is, uh, what's his name? Who? Which one? The douchebag.
0: Oh, Barry. Barry. Yeah. The Barry. Boy. Barry, Jenny, and Heather all go to find help, and the other guy whose name I do not know. Yeah, I don't remember. His stays name. at the car. He doesn't matter. He dies right away. Oh, Spoil- spoilers! Spoilers. I'm I'm turning into my brother. I'm turning into the other host of the podcast.
1: The spoilers, McGee.
0: Yeah. So. The car's stuck. They all, like, separate to go find help or whatever. And they decide to, instead of, this. Is, there's so many things like this in this movie. Instead of turning around and walking back towards the fucking state highway they were right. just on.
1: Nope. Go deeper into yes. bum fuck nowhere. Yeah,
0: they, they walk deeper into the woods. And they're walking and Barry, he drops the flashlight and it goes off. And he's like, great! now I can't see Jack. And it is literally like, it looks like someone's shining a spotlight down this fucking dirt road. It's like well lit. Right.
1: But, that's just movie magic. Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, in, in real life, you get stranded on a dirt road and your flashlight goes out and it's milling. Oh, red. you're fucked. Yeah, you can't see shit, but...
0: But they still had no problem walking and seeing where they were going. <laughs> right.
1: Listen, I was in East Texas this weekend. And I tell you what... If my car broke down, did you down, pick that up
0: down there? I tell you what. I tell you what.
1: <laughs> uh, Florida Georgia Line is great.
0: They were playing. Right?
1: And uh, no, but seriously, I would not. If I if I was on one of those back roads out around there and my tire went flat, I would not be like going and looking for help.
0: No, and if you are, you're going toward the fucking <clears throat> highway.
1: Yeah, I mean it, that would be the place to get help. But still, like I wouldn't approach any sort of facility, or like try and go in. Into- people in the backwoods don't like being bothered. Yeah, they live there for a reason.
0: Yeah, especially so. in it's a classic. Especially in Texas, yeah, it's a
1: classic horror movie trope of like the family in the backwoods or whatever. And like when people get lost or stranded in the backwoods, they go find somebody that lives out there. But just saying, realistically. Find your find the the nearest highway.
0: <laughs> well, my thing is about this is okay. Yeah, that's a horror movie trope, and the thing is about most horror movies is when something like this happens, they don't. They're they're like on a trip somewhere, and they're in the middle of nowhere, and they've been driving right, for yes, hours. They're
1: actually, in the middle of nowhere, these people have been in the car for five minutes.
0: Yeah, they drove down a dirt road for like three quarters of a mile off the highway. Yes, they got lost too. They actually talk about, fuck, I don't know where we're at. Dude, you're on a fucking straight road. You turn around and go the other way if you're lost. Like, it just... The whole scene with... And there's a whole lot of shit in this movie like that. It just does not make any sense. Yeah,
1: it, the, the entire movie lacks uh, good sc- storytelling. Yeah, oh,
0: uh, there's not much storytelling it's... at all. So, they keep walking uh until finally they come across like a trailer and it's got a woman there's a woman in this trailer it's like a,
1: a well lit well decorated i mean i it looks like a pop up office
0: yeah and she's she's in like a business suit and she's sitting inside this is darla i say well decorated <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it's I, I mean
1: it is it's just, it look it like it does it's, have decorations it has decorations yeah. it looks like i mean it does it looks like a a pop up like yeah sales office yeah
0: yeah so she's like they're chilling She's chilling in this in this trailer, this woman named Darla. They walk in and they're, you know, they're asking for help. She uh she calls someone named Velmer who has a wrecker.
1: I'd be out on that. Yeah, Velmer. Velmer. Nope. That's yeah, fine.
0: You don't have to call Velmer. So they she calls Velmer, though, and he you don't hear who she's talking to. She just says, Hey, we got some people here that need help. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she decides to tell Jenny how her fake tits get her like way more commission, like just randomly. Like she's sitting next to her and she's what,
1: like, What is she selling? I don't the, know. It never in the middle of nowhere. I don't
0: know if it's real estate. And like, yeah, I mean, that, that was my immediate thought that was she was like a real estate agent, but
1: they're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and, I know. And there's a so this makes no sense, none,
0: none whatsoever. Yeah. So they, I don't know. Jenny gets like all weirded out by this lady because she's talking about her fake boobs. And then right after this happens, some car goes by and throws a rock through the window of the trailer and she gets up and like yells and she's like, it's probably just some farmer's wife always trying to get a peek or whatever. So then she walks over to the window and flashes the car and pulls her boobs out. And so I don't know if you realize this or not. The lady that played Darla is, uh, she played the stripper teacher on varsity blues. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, I didn't realize that, but... She makes, literally just makes like sense. shows her boobs. Yeah, that's like her thing. She's had she like
1: has, five movie roles. Right, she just has breast implants. Yeah, and they hire
0: her to show her boobs. Yep, makes sense. And so she did that in literally like the only other movie <laughs> she, that she had anything she to acts, do with.
1: She, I mean, she, she holds her own with McConaughey in this movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude, her character may be more crazy than McConaughey's character. It's true. Because she's like that weird, like it's all it's all it's also like a horror movie trope. She's like she plays that, um She's almost like the mother, like, caretaker figure. Like, she's always trying right. to, like... Uh,
1: Where she takes care of the victim, but not in a way of, like, I'm going to get you out of here. Just yeah. in, like... Uh,
0: it's like, oh, sweetheart, let me wipe that blood off your chin. Right. Like, that kind of stuff, you know. So, don't
1: don't fight it, and then it'll be easier for you.
0: Yeah, so we cut back here Florida to- Georgia
1: line It's <laughs> <is> great. <laughs> just let it happen.
0: Man, I wish you would have said that. I wish that was an actual line in the movie that I could have recorded and played because that would have made it ten times better. That movie would have... Automatic five out of five enjoyability just for that one line.
1: Exclusively.
0: So, now we cut back to the kid that's waiting with the passed out kid at the car wreck. Right. Right? This is where we get our first glimpse of Matthew oh, McConaughey,
2: McConaughey
0: as Velmer. So, he, he pulls up He's in this big ass wrecker he gets out and he walks over and this is also where we see he has a full-on hydraulic leg yes he so he has like this contraption around his right leg that's powered by hydraulics and we find out later <laughs> <laughs> that's what it does when he walks around and then he like so he walks over
1: he's basically a mech warrior
0: yeah but yeah pretty much yeah so, so he walks over and he's like you know, first of all, this guy's a wrecker guy. If you see somebody, like, passed out after a car wreck on the side of the road, I mean, immediately, my first thought would be like, okay, let's call 911. This kid all he be hey, has a concussion or something. Right. Velmer walks over, and he starts, like, checking the, the guy's pulse, and McConaughey just murdering the scene. And he's, like, checking the kid's pulse and stuff, and the other kid's like, hey, is he all right? And he's like, no, nah, he's dead.
1: He's like, he was just awake a minute ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's like, he's just awake a minute ago. And McConaughey's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Boom! And just snaps his neck. He's, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now. And dude, he just—he's dead now. So this this part right here is when I was like, "Shit, this is classic McC." He oh. turns around, throws his arms out to his sides, and says, "I'm gonna kill you. Ain't no biggie. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: kill you. Ain't ain't no biggie."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much exactly. Dude, that was that was pretty good. Every
1: now and then I can channel some McConaughey. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the kid starts running, and this scene was really funny because the guy's running from Velmer down the fucking middle of this dirt road with woods on both sides of him. Yep,
1: it's like a straight stretch of like, it's two tree lines with a road cut through the middle.
0: Yeah, and he never leaves the road. No, he
1: he swerves back and forth. He runs from side to side of the road, yeah, yeah, to avoid being run over, but he never just—he half pipes well, it. Yes, it's it's like he's like fucking little Tony Hawk out there, <laughs> back and forth back on this dirt forth. road, yeah. <clears throat> and he and, could just fucking run into the tree line, and he'd never be able to catch him in so, his car. <laughs> and he has a hydraulic leg, so.
0: Well, and at one point they like stop, and Belmer's like talking shit to the kid on the side of the road and the kid's like why are you doing this and then starts running the other direction please don't hurt me yeah he starts running the other direction stays in the middle of the road half pipes it for like a quarter of a mile uh velmer then throws it in reverse in this line dude he he throws it in reverse puts his music on and he says (laughs) i didn't catch this until the second time i watched it he throws it in reverse and he says Come back to my butt, and then he, and then he throw and like flies in reverse and runs this kid over and just backs like back and forth over him what over
1: movie, and over. What was what was this movie rated? He does he runs oh I mean he like reverse puts it in reverse and then back and drive and like runs over him like f- probably fifteen times.
0: I mean it, it was pretty like. I mean, really, it was pretty brutal. I mean, it didn't show any. There was no gore, but it was like, but it was like, like seeing that happen.
1: I was one hundred percent unaffected by it. (laughs)
0: Literally, I mean, with all the like,
1: yeah, with all the shit we've watched, this had no, like, just no, no impact on me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, after after this all happens, we cut back to. uh, Jenny and them are walking back down the street because Darla had called Velmer to come help, and so now we know at this point that Velmer is not who you want, uh, towing your car. True. So they're they're wandering around. They see uh they see a car fly by and they start chasing it. Uh, Barry and Heather start chasing it, but Jenny is like, "What are you guys doing? Stop! We're gonna get we're gonna get arrested for trespassing." Okay. First of all, why the fuck are you concerned about getting arrested for trespassing when you're lost in the middle of the fucking woods?
1: You're 100 percent more likely to get shot than arrested. Yeah.
0: So that all this was was an excuse to it was an excuse to separate uh, the the yeah, groups. Yeah. yeah. So Barry and Heather chase after this car. Jenny stays behind and she starts she starts wandering around with her flashlight. She wanders aimlessly. hears some noises in the woods. And there's this funny scene where. She's walking and this bag like flies up around her face. And it looks like somebody's like wrapping a plastic bag around her head, but it turns out it's just a black plastic trash bag that's and blowing just in, the wind, in the wind. Even though there's literally no wind.
2: Answer, my friend. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm
0: full of impressions tonight. Just killing it. Just wrecking the impressions. <laughs> People are just gonna start listening just because. Like, man, have you heard that guy's impressions? <laughs> They're top notch. I literally have no idea what you were singing just now. Bob Dylan.
1: Oh. Blowing in the wind. No.
0: Oh.
1: my friend, is blowing in the wind.
0: Truly tying it in. Yep. To the podcast. You know. We're all about. Topical. We're all about Bob Dylan songs. If I can tie. We can tie a Bob Dylan song into every episode. Listen,
1: my two favorite bands are Florida Georgia Line and Bob Dylan. The Bob Dylan band. And Bob. Yes. Bob Dylan, the band. Gotcha. Great, uh, great band name. <laughs> Bob Dylan the band. Bob Dylan the band. That's a great we band We should name. start
0: a band. And yeah. And do that. And call it that. And okay. just call it that. Okay. On. It's good. We're doing that. Done. It's official. Check Twitter later. If we won't post anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yes. post a link next week when we release this episode. Actually, wait. It's weird saying that when you're recording something that you're going to release a week later. Yeah. Because I'm saying that now. This is now, now. This is now, now. And that's then, then. Yes. Spaceballs? Yes. That's what I was quoting. Okay. I can't see. Oh, sorry. You know, so, space. I love Spaceballs, by the way. Such a good movie. So we, we cut back to... your thing. <laughs> it is my thing. Yeah, I know. Classic Mel Brooks. Anyway, Anyway. Anyway. Back to Barry and Heather walking through the woods. Heather, or Barry is like, once again, like, berating Heather... Like, for just being horrible, even though she's literally done nothing. And then, once again, Heather, like, bows down to him and turns around, and she's like, well, it's all my fault, because I'm just a bitch like my mother. Yes, I'm just a bitch. And so she starts talking about how she learned from her mom that the best way to find a good man and live a good life is to basically be with someone you hate and just make it work. So.
1: Goals.
0: Classic. So they uh, they find a house. They decide they're going to fuck the people over, offer them 50 bucks for a ride, and then not pay them. Dope. So they go up, they knock on the door, nobody comes. Barry decides to walk around the back of the house to see if he can get in. He like looks in the window, it's like this filthy mess inside yeah, the house. Yeah,
1: I mean, w- I remember immediately turning to you and being like, if I looked in the window and saw that, I would be like, oh, it's probably not worth it.
0: Yeah, no, I literally made a note that said, like, would not ever try to enter this house <laughs> as soon as I saw what was in this window. So yes. she, Heather sits on the porch swing. Yes. And this is our first glimpse of Leatherface. And he's actually in like kind of a classic Leatherface get up in this Yeah, seat. he's wearing
1: like the button up white shirt, right? He's got the apron on. And the apron. Yeah, and
0: like a, a coat on or something. He starts like playing with her hair and smelling it and she somehow doesn't realize that her she hair is She thinks so it's touched. just a
1: bug in her hair. Yeah, she's like swa- swatting swat swattin at her away. hair.
0: Yeah. So, this is where we get our first introduction to to W.E. W.A. Which, he's this redneck guy that likes to quote, like, William Shakespeare. And other philosophers. uh, Machiavelli. Yes. All this stuff.
1: (laughs) Cool. That's
0: literally all of his dialogue in the movie is him quoting people. It's one
1: of those things where you know that Kim... Henkel, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Uh, is it a him?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, huh? It's a dude, yeah. It's a dude, okay. So, tis a dude. Tis. Hoomst? Uh,
0: Boobs. Hoomst. Oh, hoomst. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I literally don't get that reference. It's, I don't it's know a, what you're saying. It's just a meme. Uh, oh.
1: Anyways, uh, yeah, he's just trying to be deep. Yeah, it doesn't work. He's like if I throw some badass quotes, people will think that I'm intelligent. It's
0: like next le- He was going for an Oscar is what he was doing. Yes. <laughs> he oh, was yeah. trying to be that like that rare horror movie that gets an Oscar
1: by quoting Machiavelli.
0: So Heather like sees Leatherface at this point. WE has like stuck up Barry with a shotgun and starts quoting philosophers to him. <laughs> And then yes. Heather gets grabbed by Leatherface because she like finally notices someone standing right behind her touching her body after 5 minutes.
1: This iteration of Leatherface is immediately the worst.
0: Oh, the mask is terrible, the the clothing is terrible. Just the way he
1: acts is terrible cuz he he like he's a affra- like he's scared
0: of everything. Yeah,
1: he's like he's like a terrified like
0: like a small child. Yeah,
1: basically he he attacks or whatever, and then like yells and screams and cries while he's doing it. It's like yeah. I mean it, they basically are making him a retarded person. Yeah, that's basically is what's going what on. is what it is. Yeah, so where uh, it's like he's super strong and like. Can hurt you,
0: dude. Are you talking about retard strength right now? Yes, I <laughs> yes.
1: I was trying to not say retard strength. No but.
0: offense to all the retards that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Man, is that too far? Straight was, offensive. Was that too far? Oh
1: I mean, I don't know, but right. I mean, he that's what he's supposed to be. Is it? Is it offensive to be like retarded people have are like super fucking strong and they don't because they don't know how to control themselves? Right. Because they have, like, the impulses of a child. Right, yeah. No, so they get scared, saying. and they, yeah, they don't, they can't control themselves. Anyways.
0: Yes. Leatherface. <laughs> Leatherface has retarded leather, strength. Leather, yeah. He's
1: retarded in this movie.
0: Yeah. No, he is. I mean, he's always
1: kind of retarded. We mean
0: that in the clinical way. Yes, he's,
1: like, clinically retarded.
0: Mental retardation.
1: Uh, Full-blown. Right, which he always kind of, I would argue he always kind of is. That's true. Like, he's always, like, mentally handicapped. Which, yeah, which oh, may yeah. be a nice way to say.
0: It. <laughs> Maybe we should have been saying that though. Maybe the retard strength thing and saying stuff about retards listening to the podcast should have all just been dropped. He
1: has a uh, he has men- mentally handicapped strength.
0: It's too late to it's too late to change it now. <laughs> yeah, no. Whatever. Because once you record something, it's there forever. Yes, there's no way to yeah, edit no recordings. Ed- no editing. So Heather gets grabbed by Leatherface. He takes her in the house. They fight each other for what she seems up, like forever. She puts
1: up a pretty good fight.
0: Yeah, he uh, he picks her up, throws her in a freezer, which is like a callback to the original movie, which is like the first girl that gets captured by Leatherface in the original and that he does that to her and yep. So he they throws do this, her in there. They
1: do this in other Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is oh, like yeah. like in every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, they like remake that one scene.
0: Yeah. Well, and then they so th- the, he does this, he throws her in this freezer, can't get the door to stay closed because it's literally just a freezer. There's no lock on it or right. anything. So he picks up some big like engine or something.
1: Is this supposed to be comical?
0: See, that's what I was trying to figure out. like was this like
1: because it's like I feel like there should be music in the back and, like,
2: <sharp snapping> and <groaning> like, yeah, like something while, like
1: that yeah right. It's, it's like a three Stooges moment. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. and he <clears throat> finally finds something heavy to sit on top of the freezer, and when he does, she stops fighting completely yeah. as soon as the heavy thing gets put on top of the freezer, and then he just starts screaming it's just like <laughs> makes this like horrible high-pitched screaming noise for some reason yeah he's scared yeah he's really scared about
1: mentally scarred from
0: but he has no problem doing any of the stuff yeah, he does it
1: but he just is freaking out while he does it yeah
0: so then we see we and barry outside the house he still got him held up with the shotgun uh Barry runs into the house and locks WE out of the house which this yes. is his house so right. so that happens mm-hmm. and he starts wandering around the house looking for Heather uh he for literally like has, 5 minutes he has to pee yeah, that's what I was going to say. He wanders for like five minutes, and then he takes a piss. He's like, i
1: got a pee so bad. Yeah, oh,
0: I really can't hold it anymore. And then he looks over, and there's a decomposing body. In the
1: bathtub. In the bathtub. But here's the thing. That entire bathroom is wallpapered in skin.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, yeah.
1: And he doesn't notice There's it. a
0: goddamn skin apron hanging from the fucking rack on the door. Right,
1: but literally the entire room is covered in skin.
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure... So they just skin people in that room and then cover the walls with it. Yes. Like that guy in the bathtub obviously had no skin. Right. I mean, he was decomposing, but.
1: So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, as we can tell, Barry is only. The only thing he cares about is his penis. Yeah.
0: So, oh, yeah. Anyways, Either then he urinating goes. Urinating or. Right. Having sexual having sex, relations. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, he then. He goes. He finds her in the.
0: No, he. He turns around, and sees the body. He freaks out. He runs out of the room, and as soon as he runs out, Leatherface yeah, hits him yeah, over hits the him head with a sledgehammer. Right. Yeah, which, which is, is from the yeah another callback to. So I don't understand why if this is supposed to it was originally supposed to be a direct sequel to the first movie, why they're just literally redoing a bunch of scenes. From there's
1: it. there's also the scene it's which I think is in every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie where he like slides that door shut right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So there's another one of those in this one. Uh,
0: always, yeah. Uh, Leatherface is the door sliding master.
1: Yeah, wh- which I always thought that uh, that was incredibly effective in the first one, and then I can't remember which one of the reboots. I think it was the Jessica Alba one. It was. Yeah, yeah. where they do that, and it Beale. looks it. Oh yeah, Jessica Beale. I can't keep them straight. Damn
0: it! Get your Jessicas right. My
1: bad. Too many Jessicas. Uh, Jessica Simpson was in that, right? Oh yeah. uh, <laughs> Oh no, that's Dukes of Hazard.
0: Oh, same thing.
1: Or was that which one was that? Yeah, that was Duke's, yeah, it was Duke's Hazard. Hazard. Yeah. Okay, uh, the only movie man she I'm just was ever straight in. redneck country tonight.
0: Yeah, dude, you need to stop listening to Florida Georgia I, Line. I
1: need to get out of. I need to not go to East Texas anymore. You Need to
0: stay out of there. Stay away from that Florida Georgia Line, which is not in Texas. <laughs>
1: no, but it's I would imagine in Florida. <laughs> I would imagine quite a few people in Texas listen
0: to them. Well, and Heather escapes now. She like. Knocks the thing off the freezer, jumps out. Leatherface grabs her and then throws her on a meat hook, which meat is hook. number three exact scene yeah. from the original movie. This happens like five minutes again
1: in every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yeah, yeah. It, they're like so the one with the the remake. The I don't know what year that came out with uh, in, but like when the guy's on the meat hook and he like gets his le- his legs been cut oh, off. Yeah, and he yeah. packs it with salt. Yeah, like it's just fucking gruesome. Yeah, oh yeah, and. uh there are no moments like this. Like I don't like when people get put on meat hooks. I don't like it. <laughs> That's like one of those things that like what? that bothers me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I, it, yeah, it, it affects me. But this one, again, there, it just is. It, it happened so
0: fast too. It and was it just like on a meat hook, right? And it's know. not
1: done in a. It's not done in a in a horror way. Yeah. No. No. So
0: not at all. And then so this is this is where uh, Velmer and Jenny meet for the first time. We come back to Jenny. She's like wandering through the woods still, and there's a super long fucking chase scene because Velmer shows up in his in his wrecker, right. And he offers her a ride and she's like, "Where's Sean? Sean maybe is right. his name? And exactly. she's like, "Where's Sean or whatever?" And he's like, oh." He, I don't know. The whole way he plays my, this scene, hey, he my, would be man, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't "Yeah, there's no fucking way." Just Turn into
1: Boom Howard, <laughs> trying to do magic. <laughs> hey, man, kind of, man. Hey, man I, don't, I don't know, man. Basically, <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: So, uh, it, it, I don't understand how any of this like she ends up getting in the in the truck with him, even though he will not tell her where her friend is. Yeah, he and he very obviously fucking knows. Yeah,
1: he there's like. Of course, some like witty banter of like him being like shouldn't get in a car, but if I were you, I'd suggest you get in the car.
0: Yeah, he said you should be careful getting in cars with strangers, and then he tells her, proceeds to tell her a story about an old man that picked up a female hitchhiker and then chopped her arms off.
1: Yeah, and then he tells her to look at look behind her.
0: Yeah, because he tells her he's like he had no man that guy had no imagination when it came to murdering or something like that.
1: He's Going crazy. I
0: literally cannot do a McConaughey voice, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah,
1: I can only do, like, the real slow draw shit he does.
0: Yeah. Well, he's like... Then he's like, well, why don't you take a look in the back of the truck? And she's like, no! And she's like... (laughs) Like, he fights her, like, for, like, two straight minutes about looking in the back. It's bad. And then he grabs her by her hair, forces her to look in the back of the truck, and... Then she jumps out. Well... This was funny because there's two bodies, the two people from the car wreck that stayed behind are hanging in the back of this truck. It's a fucking wrecker, dude. There's a giant winch in the back of it, and there is nowhere these bodies could have been hanging. Yeah,
1: no, it doesn't make any sense.
0: They're literally, it looks like they're in like a, just like a room hanging upside down. So, I mean, it was just terrible.
1: Yeah, no, it, it physically does not make sense. Yeah,
0: no. So, there's this big long scene where he's chasing her, and uh, she runs, like, six feet into the woods and hides behind, like, the smallest saplings I've yes. ever seen. A grove yeah, he stops the Yeah, he stops the truck and he's like, oh, you're going to regret this or whatever. And then fucking Leatherface pops out out of nowhere. Right. Like, how in the fuck is he even there? Like, first of all, how did he know that she was going to be there? Who knows? Yeah, nobody knows. That Leatherface sixth sense. It's just
1: the Leatherface stuff. Uh... I mean, that's typical horror movie stuff that you always have to look past if you are a fan of horror movies. I
0: guess. Uh, The omnipresent bad guy. I guess. If anything else in this movie made sense, then I would buy that, but it makes no sense. I
1: mean, in real life, if you can put enough distance between you and someone else, they have a pretty slim chance of finding you in the woods.
0: Yeah. Well, and she... Dude... It it, it, (laughs) When he was Whoa. in the when he was in the truck and she was like a couple of feet away from him behind a couple of trees, I like, I got angry Just about mad. it. Straight yeah. mad. Yeah, I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So he cha- Leatherface chases her, yes, with his chainsaw. She runs through a creek. He's like two feet behind her, swinging his chainsaw. Could have at any moment like cut her in half with the chainsaw. Yeah, doesn't. So, oh yeah,
1: no. This is definitely not shot well.
0: No, and, and that's the thing too is we'll and we'll talk about this later. But this kind of ties in to what I think. What what I think Hinkle was trying to do when he did this movie, it just doesn't work. But we'll talk about that shit later.
1: Uh, the other thing is, it's like it was shot. It re- it just looks like it was shot one time. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, "Yep, that's good enough."
0: Looks pretty good, guys. On to the next McConaughey scene. Yeah,
1: even though you're literally less than an arm's reach away from her yeah and yeah. could easily kill her. Yeah, he's like, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It doesn't make sense. Leatherface could have killed her. But like I said, that kind of ties into the stuff that happens to, w- later. to him
1: trying to make up excuses for why this movie is such a piece of shit. Yeah. Basi- yeah, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Is yeah. what it boils down that to. That is
0: that's one hundred percent what I'm that's talking about. That's what's gonna well we'll talk about it later. But so she runs and runs and runs, she ends up Leatherface is chasing her, she ends up in the slaughterhouse she get she get that. See what I did there, slaughterhouse. Their last name slaughter. Yeah, yes. It's their house. Uh, Nailed it.
1: Crushing it.
0: I know. I, I know. <laughs> so she runs through the house, just jumps out of a second floor window. No lookies. No lookies. No she lookies. just jumps.
1: Is this where she falls through the greenhouse?
0: Okay. So yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, okay. This scene is so fucking stupid. She jumps out the window. She lands on the roof of the house. Leatherface comes out after her. Her first thought is to climb up the antenna that's on the top of the house, which is literally like four feet tall.
1: And it's a very thin, old aluminum antenna. Right. Yeah.
0: So she's up. Climbing up this thing, Leatherface could literally grab her at any moment and pull her down from it. He's he's pretty much just standing under he, her, looking up like at her. He's like fake jumping with and his not chains- reaching. Yeah. yeah, it's not even like... And that's funny, because he's jumping, but his arms never leave like his hips. Yeah, he's yeah. like because
1: if he put him up, he would hit her with a chainsaw. Right,
0: yeah, because he would kill her if right. he actually jumped. So, the antenna falls over. As expected. She, yeah, and she catches like an electrical line that's running to the house and starts shimmying down it and for some reason just just falls does she drop does she let go I like don't, i don't know i don't really understand what she was thinking i don't know if she just like she just is that weak that she just <laughs> after like 3 feet she was like oh i can't do it anymore but she falls and she falls into a greenhouse falls through the roof yeah Hits the ground, she's like immediately like up looking just around. just like rolls over and gets yeah. up. But she like she lays there for like 30 seconds and doesn't do anything. Like my immediate thought is like if I hit the ground and I'm able to move, I'm gone. Right. She doesn't do that. She lays there long enough for her to leave the greenhouse and then Leatherface comes bursting <laughs> through the wall. Yeah. To chase her. Right. Which, you know, it didn't. It I see what he was trying to do to make some tension. There's no tension. In this movie, no. whatsoever. Like, there's not a single scene in this movie where you're like, oh shit. Like, the original Texas Chainsaw Masquerade was all about tension. Like, the dinner scene where Marilyn Burns was screaming and screaming and screaming, like, it was horrifying because, like, she cannot escape. She's tied there. They're uh, about to, like, eat her, basically, right. you know? And, and they have, like, ornaments on the table made of human body parts, and it's just a very tense movie. This She's is shot not- so much better, too. Yeah, and it came out fucking 20 years before this. I'll never understand. I'll never understand this movie. It's
1: just... It's a—that's why directing is an art form. Yeah, yeah. Making movies is an art. Yeah, oh yeah. And there's people that are bad at it.
0: Kim Hinkle apparently is one of them. Yes, I would agree. So, Jenny runs for a long time. She ends up... You know, runs from Weatherface. She ends up at the... She ends up back at Darla's trailer. So, there's this whole... This whole thing where she goes in and she asks Darla for help. She calls Velmer again or calls W.E. or one of them. And she's like, one of you boys need to get up here mucho quicko, is what she says. <laughs> and W.E. shows up. He starts poking at Jenny with a cattle prod. Darla says, tie her up. I said that like a, a redneck man. This is Darla doing this in her business suit. right? But so he like beats her with the cattle prod and then they put a bag over her head and throw her in the trunk of Darla's car because she's going to drive. So we pretty much find out at this point that Darla and Velmer and, are are an item. Right. And E-W or W-E or whatever. They're all connected. <laughs> R-W.
1: Whatever w- his name was. W R W-D-40. Yeah, just, <laughs> just as a side note, uh, I've pulled up um, Kim Hinkle's... Uh, Filmography. Yeah, he has done the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He was co-writer.
0: Yeah, him and Toby Hooper wrote it Toby, together.
1: Yeah. Toby Hooper, uh, eaten alive. Sounds good. The Unseen. Sounds good. Last Night at the Alamo. Sounds good. Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. That's sounds terrible <laughs> only director. To- like that's the only thing he's ever directed. Yeah, he's
0: produced some stuff.
1: Uh, and then Doc's Full Service. In 1995, that was his last movie until 2012. He wrote a movie called Butcher Boys. Ooh! So obviously, he's not.
0: Are we gonna have to work our way through the Kim Hinkle film? No, I feel like
1: this movie probably ruined him.
0: This was his peak.
1: I don't even. I, I mean, writing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original.
0: Well, he made. An, he's gonna make enough money off that for the rest of his life. Yeah,
1: that's his. That's his. Obviously, that's his nest
0: egg. I feel like,
1: and I feel like he wasn't. I feel like it was Toby Hooper who mostly.
0: Toby Hooper made it what it was. Yeah. I mean, he wrote it, but the way Toby Hooper shot the movie, it was so gritty and nasty. You know, well, this and movie, this movie and, didn't make me feel that way. It looked like sets and shit. Yeah. You know,
1: I'm just saying. I don't know how much uh, Toby Hooper contributed to the writing of Texas Chainsaw Massacre because right. he's considered a co writer. Yeah, so I wonder how. I wonder if it's like a Dylan Matt uh, or uh, Matt Damon uh, ben, Affleck, ben Affleck type, of, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I feel like maybe Toby Hooper he got a writing credit because he changed so much of the script while he was filming. Maybe I mean that's possible. So. I mean if this is if this is a a good indicator of Kim Hinkle's writing ability, then I feel like that's probably what happened. Oh yeah, it's garbage. So Darla takes Jenny in the back of her car <clears throat> to go get pizza. For her and Velmer. This is absolutely ridiculous,
1: too, because I thought we were in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, she just, like, drives up the street to the pe- Ben's Pizza or something like that and right. picks up some pizza to go. And, and then- uh, Jenny's in the back of the car, like, beating on it and yelling. Right. It's just
1: a bad scene. The whole
0: scene's stupid. We don't even have to talk about the scene. Yeah, it's really no, not worth it. So basically nothing happens. She's on her way back to the house where Velmer and, and, and all of them are, and she passes. So at some point, and this is never shown on screen, Heather escaped right. from the meat hook.
1: From the meat hook. somehow
0: got herself off the meat hook. She's laying in the middle of the road right by the house, so Darla stops, and she's like, don't you move from that spot. You know, don't you go crawling off or something like that, and tells Leatherface when she gets there to go pick up Heather out of the middle of the street. Right. So... When she gets to the house though this is when we see uh, this is the it. new leather face. Yeah. He comes out of the house and he's literally wearing like a grandma's face.
1: Yeah, it's like an old lady's face that he's converted.
0: Yeah, with like short curly gray hair and like a woman's blouse. Blouse on, a sweater or something. Yeah, so he gets Jenny out of the back. They take Jenny back inside. There's a scene where like Velmer's pissed off because he says he, he wants to know why his batteries aren't charged
1: <laughs> for his hydraulic leg. Yeah, his,
0: his leg batteries have not been put on their charger and he's really pissed off about it. And there's a big long, there's a <laughs> big long scene where McConaughey is literally just acting his face off uh, in the worst way. I
1: I don't know how much of this to really talk about.
0: There's not much to talk about. I mean, it's literally just McConaughey acting like a total fucking yeah. nutcase. He, he drags Heather in when Leatherface brings her back and just bites her face.
1: Yeah, and then he's like sticking. He's doing like he like make like if you can imagine, you know the ro- like the rock on hand gesture, the horns. Yeah. He like he does that, and then he like sticks his index yeah, finger, that and pinky so finger weird, up man. in Renee Zellweger's mouth.
0: Yeah, he, he's like in her face, like yelling at her and choking her, and then he just like and then like metal horns her in the mouth for and no then reason. Like
1: literally, like every at least like every minute, he points with. Like he makes a peace sign, and but points. That points. Yeah, and he
0: does that the whole dude. I mean, he's just a method actor, man. He's yeah, just he's getting just, into the character. He's just like, yeah,
1: made up all these little quirks for his remote control leg character, or he
0: just literally couldn't act at that point.
1: I mean, he had already done Dazed and Confused, and I'll tell you, he
0: he's great in Dazed and Confused, right? I love, that but movie. I don't
1: know if he's really. If the, I, is Matthew McConaughey a good actor?
0: It just depends on what it is, man. There's certain roles that he's he's really good in. It's like,
1: he's like, I would put him in like the same category as like Travolta or Nick Cage, where it's like, sometimes they harness a craziness that works perfectly. Yeah. And Uh, then
0: other times it's so over the top and ridiculous. It's like, you can't even stand it. And that's him in this movie. Right, yeah. So he like, he's like, basically like, mentally abuses Jenny for a while, bites Heather's face really hard for like a solid 15 seconds. uh, Right. For no reason. Him and Darla get into like an argument, and he starts beating the shit out of Darla. There's literally like an extended scene of him just slapping her and throwing her around the room. Yeah. And then uh, Darla tells him that uh, he's embarrassing her in front of company, which... I mean that
1: this whole, yeah, this whole thing is just,
0: and then Leatherface starts screaming and, and jumping up and down and because they're yeah. fighting. Yep. It's uh, bad guys. My favorite part of this scene is uh when he, so Velmer walks over to the fridge and pulls a beer out and he goes and takes a swig out of it. And I don't know if this was McConaughey. This is one of those things where it seems like they just shot this one time and they were like, perfect. But McConaughey opens a beer doesn't even really touch it to his lips and just starts pouring it into his throat and he like chokes on it and he's like and it starts like running <laughs> like down run, his yeah. face yeah. <laughs> oh. half of the beer runs down his chin
1: yeah and then they're like they're trying to make it and so later they're I don't know if it's later or now this whole literally like once they enter the house it all becomes muddy for me as far as timeline goes
0: it's because it's all in one it's all the rest of the movie is like right here like right. everything else that happens because so so basically what happens is Jenny Gets a gun, points it at Velmer, tells them all to get down. Right.
1: So this is what it, what I was going to talk about. And they basically they try and play it off like, well, you don't know because uh, I can't remember McConaughey, Velmer. He's like he's so basically so smart and so crazy. Like he meant to leave that there. And oh yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. blah. He's he knows what he's doing, yeah, right? Yeah. Like he's some badass. Like
0: he's some like savant, right? Murder savant. <laughs> Anyways. But that's not what's going it's on. It's cringy as hell. This yeah. whole
1: movie is cringy as hell.
0: So, there's another... So, once again, Darla and Velmer get into an argument, and he starts beating her up again. And while he's doing this, Jenny's like, Heather, get up. Let's go. And she starts to raise herself off the ground. She's like, where are my shoes? And then falls back down and goes back to sleep.
1: Yep. Makes sense.
0: Totally
1: She has been... Sense. She was hanging on a meat hook earlier.
0: Well, yeah, I mean that, but <laughs> she I mean she made it all the way out to the road on her own, right? So and then passed out in the road. Anyway, Velmer like steals the gun from her. He puts it in his mouth, and she pulls the trigger, and it, it doesn't go off. And he's like, "Woo!" And like starts <laughs> just going, McCona-
1: like, "Just, just McCona- with McCona- the gun, in his basically, mouth. yeah." yeah. Gives the gun a blow job. Yeah,
0: he's like giving this gun a blowy and like gagging himself with it. It's the weirdest shit. Oh, it's fucked up. It's some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen it's, in anything. It's
1: legit. I I told Ryan this. It's like legitimately just McConaughey with nobody to tell him no.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. and after he takes the gun,
1: like there's yeah. nobody that's like, hey, man, just dial it back.
0: Yeah. Well, so Jenny runs away at this point, and she goes outside, gets in the car which I guess the keys were in it. I don't know. I guess they leave the keys in it. Yeah, she gets who? in, just starts the car up, backs it right into the fucking house. First thing, just bam, rear ends the house. And then McConaughey, McConaughey, <laughs> Spider-Man jumps off out of the, somehow he got upstairs within this time, jumps out onto the roof and then jumps off of the roof onto the back of the car. And he goes, he goes like, boo, <laughs> as he jumps off, like he makes the most ridiculous noise. Boop, boop, and so she like drives away. McConaughey's on the hood of the car. He throws, Mc- she throws McConaughey off the car, and then he makes another. He's like whoa, and like yeah, flies off the another end. Another
1: comedic. <laughs> <Da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na>. <laughs> yeah.
0: She drives and drives and drives. The hood pops up, of course, right. while she's driving. So that causes her to wreck into a tree instead
1: of just slamming on the brakes.
0: So, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Like so a normal person would do. She gets... This is what blows my fucking mind, right? She gets out of the car. McConaughey grabs her ankle from under <laughs> the fucking car. Yeah,
1: because when he fell off and went whoop, he, he slid underneath it. the car right. and then grabbed on. And, and he
0: was dragged for like half a mile right. under a car. Right,
1: and then held on when it. she ran into that tree. Not
0: a scratch <laughs> on this motherfucker's nope. body. And he grabs her ankle. That's all we see is him grab the ankle. And the next thing we know, we cut to (laughs) Leatherface. And now he's got a long black wig on. Excellent. And like a nightgown with like fake boobs. And he's putting lipstick on.
1: Yeah, he's got like a... um What's it do you called? realize bi- how
0: fucking crazy this sounds? Yeah, he's
1: got a bib on. It's like a bib yeah, that, yeah. that has—it's made out of human skin that has boobs on it.
0: Yes, yes, that's what it is. Yes, yes. it is horrendous mm-hmm. and so stupid. Like it, I will never understand that whole that. Portion. I mean, that's
1: something that like obviously they could do something creepy with that with Leatherface. That's not what Leatherface is built on. Leatherface is built on like he wears the same clothes and just like adds to his little face mask right with new yeah. s- new skin. Yeah. Um but like I mean it is creepy to think about. It's like the like Ed Gein like Yeah, yeah. Uh like he had like a belt what was it made out of? He had, a
0: like, lampshade made out of human skin yeah, and stuff and he, like he that. Yeah, he had like a yeah. belt
1: made out of vaginas or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just like that's just, just gross creepy as fuck. Shit. Yeah. But this they
1: the way it's done is not creepy.
0: No, not at all. So there's this he puts the makeup on we go downstairs. It shows Velmer. He's back downstairs now, and he's working on his robotic leg. And this is where we find out he has remote controls for his yeah, leg. Yeah, he's just got
1: programmed. Yeah, uh, universal remotes
0: that control his fucking leg. Right. And then, uh, Which him and Darla have this weird dry hump sesh in the kitchen. Yeah, they're just like beating each other up, but dry humping each other.
1: It's really all oh, it, going back to the remote leg thing too. He doesn't use the remote before this. Right. To move his leg at all.
0: No, not at all. It works fine the whole time.
1: Without a remote. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he needs to have a remote. Anyways.
0: It doesn't... Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, it just I don't understand it. There's, I don't even think there's any point in trying to understand what's going on in this Definitely movie. Definitely not. So, we cut to a dinner scene. Throwback to the original one. It's Jenny and a bunch of old people that just look like old people with like white makeup on their faces. They yeah, they're supposed, dead. they're supposed
1: to look like corpses.
0: But one of the guys gets up and walks around at one point. Yeah, the grandpa or whatever. Well, that's a
1: throwback to the second one because remember you think the old man is dead the whole time and he's not.
0: About the second one.
1: Yeah, is that or no? Which one has Arlie Ermy in it?
0: Oh, that's one of the remakes. The one, the second one has Dennis Hopper in it.
1: No, one. There's an old one that has Arlie Ermy in it. He too. was
0: in the the. He was in the remake.
1: Well, let me look this up. Anyways, you can keep talking. Okay,
0: yeah. So, uh, he wakes Jenny up by slapping. Her. So this is this is what was funny too. I got a good laugh out of this. McConaughey walks in to the dinner, like the dining room for dinner, and the first thing he does when he walks in is, "All right, all right, all right." Right when he walks into the yeah, fucking he does. Yeah, the yeah it's the
1: dazed and confused line. Yeah.
0: So all there's right, that. All right, all right. I guess they thought he was gonna be a huge star at this point. It'd be a lot cooler
1: if you did.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, he wakes Jenny up by slapping her in the face. Um, I don't know what... Darla Darla gives this speech about how she can't escape from Velmer because he has put something in her head that will make her head explode if she ever tries to leave. So, Velmer hmm. is also Illuminati. Whoa, it says Illuminati on the side of his wrecker. Remember that?
1: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: He uh... and she, At one point, Darla talks about these the people that have been doing this like the original texas chainsaw and everything that's happened with this family has been it's done by this this group of people that have been doing it for thousands of years yeah they
1: try and turn it into the whole it's like an
0: illuminati right type situation doesn't work doesn't work at it's, all it's uh, it's stupid yeah so uh there's this weird throwaway scene where velmer gets really pissed off throws heather in the floor or throws Darla in the floor and then pours, like, lighter fluid on Heather's back and catches her on fire as he screams, like, Burn! 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 And He's, like, pointing at her with his his metal horns, which... Yeah. The, it, dude, this it, sounds... Like, if you sat down and read this movie, like, scene by scene, you would think... It was the craziest shit that you had ever heard in your life. What is
1: the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the old... It's like an old guy. An old cop is
0: like the main character. Dennis Hopper.
1: Okay, which one is that? The second one.
0: Okay. Toby Hooper did that one.
1: Okay, why am I thinking that... I thought Arlie Ermey was in that one.
0: No, it was, it's Dennis Hopper. Okay. Because he, yeah, he plays the old cop that like goes and but, like burns down the whole place. But yeah, there's
1: an old dead guy in that movie when they're in at dinner in their junkyard or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you think he's dead the whole time, and then at one point he takes a like a breath.
0: Or well, whatever. they do that in the original one too. They right. bring out Grandpa, and right. they think you think he's dead, but then he starts hitting her over the head with a hammer. Right.
1: So it's that's what they were trying to do. At the, I'm way behind here. No. yeah. No, so yeah. Now we get into like the reptilians, the Illuminati. Yeah. The, this
0: this limo shows up out of nowhere. This guy comes in in a suit, and he's like appalled. By what's going on at first, and, and and Jenny thinks he's there. He's gonna he's he's gonna save her, and uh, he's he says this is appalling. He wants people to know the true meaning of horror. So this is where I feel like they kind of tried to make this like a
1: yeah something you have to like think a about.
0: commentary on horror movies, like like maybe that maybe horror movies in general or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre had been turned into this like joke you know like a parody of itself right. basically so this whole so if you look at it that way it's kind of like okay maybe he meant for this movie to be so ridiculous and over the top because he was you know making a statement about horror movies become parodies of themselves i don't buy it i don't know if i do either the I more i, I talk about it. it the more i buy it though
1: but honestly at the be- uh, there's a scene earlier on where um renée Zellweger is in the bathroom with what's her name uh Darla. Darla. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you know, uh, what's McConaughey's name? Velmer. Velmer. He's like, you know, Velmer, you know those people that they always talk about that control everything and have all the power? Well, it's true, and Velmer works for him. Yeah, it's It's Velmer's boss or or whatever, yeah. Some stupid shit. Some stupid shit
0: like that, yeah. And, so this guy comes in and he like, he walks over and talks to Velmer and then he unbuttons his suit and he's got like, scarification yeah, all over weird. his body and it's really strange and he has like these three like they look like giant nipples on his stomach and with like are pierced it was like bullnose rings yeah with
1: giant rings so, and
0: there's no explanation he just opens his shirt and then like walks over to jenny and starts licking her face yes like all over like it's probably <laughs> in a, a solid 20 seconds of him just licking all over her face. There's
1: also a really bad cut where uh, it's like from behind her head, and he's sup- supposed to be licking the side of her face pretty vigorously. But you can tell that there's like a piece of like oh yeah cloth yeah. there or something, so that he's not actually licking her face.
0: Anyways. Yeah, I would have let him lick my face for real. Yeah, I wouldn't. Got to go for that realism. No, so, I would. No, I wouldn't. I would.
1: This is why I'm not an actor, though.
0: <laughs>
2: I'll
0: lick your face,
1: please.
2: <laughs> please lick my <laughs> face.
0: So then he just leaves. He licks her yep. face for a while, takes off and just leaves the house. And so Velmer's like all pissed off at this point. He goes in, grabs Heather, throws her in the floor. So this scene actually does bother me. It, it, the sound effects are what gross me out about nope. this. He crushes Heather's head with his hydraulic leg It doesn't show it. You just hear the crunching noises of her head.
1: 100% unaffected for me. (laughs) I was really disappointed in the fact that there was no gore in this movie.
0: There's literally not. Yeah, there's zero gore. Like, I guess it was supposed to be, like... Maybe he went for, like, terror, but there's no terror either, so it's nothing is effective. And then, so, he crushes her head, and then he starts... Cutting his chest and arms with a pocket knife for some, yeah. for some fucking Self-mutilation. reason. Self mutilation. Yeah. So Jenny freaks out. She runs away and busts out of a window, or tries to. But she busts out the window. But Velmer grabs a hold of her, and uh, Leatherface just like hovers a chainsaw over the top of her, but doesn't actually hurt her. This
1: part, this whole end scene, like
0: if you thought, if
1: I thought the entire movie was bad up until this point and then it gets one billion times
0: worse (laughs) well he she reaches over and pulls uh velmer's uh remotes out of his leg and so she starts like hitting the buttons on it his leg starts going crazy and he hits the ground and like so this this was funny too because he's on the ground and his legs freaking out and he can't get to her but there's literally like six other evil people in the room and nobody Nobody even tries to do anything She just lays in the floor and hits the buttons while his leg freaks out for a solid 10 or 15 seconds and nobody else does anything. So she, which, there's a scene earlier we didn't really talk about where she says, you want me, she, she tells Velmer, I know you want me alive for some reason. And so this scene, maybe that kind of explains that a little bit. Like nobody did anything because they're not actually going to kill her. They're keeping her alive.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going
0: on. <laughs> I'll uh, we'll double back to this here in a minute because then I'll it'll I'll be able to explain myself a little better. So she runs out of the house, Leatherface chases her, and Velmer runs out on the porch and says, Get her, Leather, we've got some more fun today, and then says, Woo, Velmer, get that bitch! Like it, it's just McConaughey being they were just like Dude. he yelled
1: his own name.
0: And you're like, dude, do whatever you want. And then (laughs) all of a sudden it's daylight as fuck outside. Yes, it
1: goes from dark to 100% middle of the day. It's like
0: noon. Yeah, it's noon. High noon. So she runs out. She runs out in front of this RV that's driving down the road. It's these two old people about to have some cocktails in their RV. True. Uh, She starts beating on the window. Leatherface is chasing her. They let her in uh, and start driving off. And then all of a sudden Velmer appears behind the RV and his wrecker. Yeah. And uh he picks leather up. Picks leather up. Leather's in the back, swinging his chainsaw at the RV for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, just
1: scraping it against it.
0: Yeah, and uh, so Velmer runs the RV off of the dirt road. They hit like a pile of wood or something, and they flip the RV. Jenny climbs out of it, takes off running again, yes. and this biplane that's like crop dusting <laughs> comes out of nowhere, flies down... Hits Velmer in the head with its propeller and kills him. Yes. And then we hear a horn honk and she turns around and the limo is sitting there from earlier.
1: She yep, gets in the limo.
0: And it's the reptilian Illuminati guy. Right. And he's like, I'm so sorry for all of this. This was supposed to be a spiritual experience. So
1: It's like Mar it reminds me of Martyrs. It's like the idea of martyrs. Yeah,
0: Martyrs just executed a million times better.
1: Yeah, no, uh, obviously. I'm just saying like the whole like tr- like taking someone and using horror to transform them into something uh for for your I mean it's the same thing with like uh with Hellraiser.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and this is what I was that's what I was talking about earlier like maybe it was his, I don't
1: it's just not I don't I think he's I think he like just couldn't piece any of this shit together.
0: Well, it, and maybe it was accidentally you could see it that way. Because if you like put the pieces together then it makes sense. But do I think you wrote it that way? Probably not. Probably not. I think
1: it was an afterthought. I think his thing was probably he thought it would be dope to have I don't think it's a commentary on horror. I yeah. think it's just he thought this was badass. <laughs> and then when everybody was like, No, this is like this is fucking stupid. Your like whole Illuminati thing doesn't make none of this is making sense. He's like, Well, I was just making fun of yeah, horror.
0: I was making a statement. It's a parody, right? It's a parody, bro. Well, so uh, Jenny escapes with the Illuminati guy. Next thing we know, we cut to her. She's in a hospital, and they're like, yeah, the "Explain co- cop. this
1: to me," because the end of this movie made no fucking sense.
0: Okay, so when she's sitting there, the cop comes up and he's like, "We're gonna find the people that did this or whatever." And there's a, a gurney gets wheeled by, and there's a woman on the gurney, and she looks over, and there's this weird like eye. They like make eye contact, and they like hover on the woman on the gurney for a second and then they walk off into like the w- light at the end of the hall or whatever. The woman on the gurney was actually Marilyn Burns who played Sally Hardesty in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I am assuming that this is supposed to be her and she's either dying and she's in the hospital or she's always been like she lost her shit after what happened to her in the original one. There's not really any explaining to do. I mean, it doesn't there's no way to explain it that it really just makes, makes sense. It makes no sense. No, it none nothing about this makes any sense. Oh god. It's really terrible. Okay, what's your stab rating? <laughs> Let's just get we need to end this right now. Yeah,
1: I'm I I mean, I'm done with this shit.
0: Dude, this movie is.
1: I did enjoy it. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, oh yeah. Not enjoying talking about it. Uh,
0: I enjoy talking about it just because... No,
1: I mean, like, I enjoy talking about it, but I... Like, when you go it's back... Like making and, you angry? Yeah, when you go back and talk about it, you're like, God, this is just such a piece of shit.
0: Well, dude, when I was taking notes the second time I watched it... You know, I saw this when I was, like, 11 years old. Right. And it freaked me out, and now I watch it now, and I was taking notes the second time I watched it. And I just caught... Like, there's literally... I think I've got, like two and a half pages of typed notes about this because there's so much stupid shit in it. Like, I wish I could literally just sit here and quote the movie from start to finish yeah, so everybody it, could laugh.
1: It's 100% full of dumb shit. It's fun to watch.
0: Oh, yeah, no. It's fun to watch. Well, see, and, and I'll give it... I mean, I think that... I mean, obviously the gore is going to be like a point i
1: I'm going to take a straight zero on gore. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's no... I'm going to give it a .25 for... Uh, body mutilation, self mutilation, and for meat hooks, so it gets a quarter of a point for for gore, (laughs) and then on the enjoyability side, I I mean I I, am gonna give it a solid three and a half. So you're three
1: point seven five stab rating. Three point seven five. We're getting way too. uh, Shouldn't be doing these fractions.
0: Why that's it makes it. (laughs) I enjoy the fractions. Okay, well I'm gonna listen, man. Just give it a fucking stab. Right?
1: I'm going to give it a flat 3.
0: 3 enjoyability, 0 yeah. gore. Yep. Just like the last one. What was the last one?
1: Uncle Sam.
0: Oh my god. This is Uncle Sam's probably better. Yeah, than no this Uncle movie. Sam was I think I could better. give if I were hey, comparing these two. more
1: Gore. It wasn't great, but there was more gore yeah. in Uncle Sam.
0: I mean if I if I was comparing these two movies and I was stab rating them based on which one was better.
1: Yeah, legitimately which one's better. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam.
0: By a long shot. This one has McConaughey. That's literally if but I could give it a stab rating based on amount of McConaughey. Right. I mean yeah, a, this is a solid five out of five. Yeah.
1: No, it's uh the McConaughey rating is five out of five. Yeah classic that's i mean that's that's where all three enjoyability points come from because yeah, oh, yeah literally no other part of the movie is enjoyable except for him renee zellweger's a note like just she's she's a non-factor in this it
0: is humorous so i mean if i could give this some kind of humor rating
1: yeah it's funny it's a funny watch it's good yeah.
0: it'd be something you watch with your friends again like, we say that all the time All of these movies
1: are going to be like, if you watch them with your friends, you're going to laugh your ass. Yeah, if
0: you sit around and you're like drinking beer and smoking drugs, you're going to enjoy the shit out of this movie. So, anyway, Vax Text Chainsaw Massacre 3.75 for me, flat three for Daniel. Uh, I don't know, man. We need to find something like really good to do for the next episode. Yes. I really want to do Evil Ed. That's fine. Okay, we'll do Evil Ed. So next episode that Daniel and I do together will be Evil Ed. Uh check us out on Twitter where we don't post anything that we say we're going to. Yeah, all I do is post the episodes so you can like click on the links there and watch list, watch the episodes. Yeah, watch
1: the um little SoundCloud bar.
0: Yeah, you can visually watch the episode playing. <laughs> uh you can check us out there at Gorgab Podcast. You can email us at gorgab1985 at gmail.com. When I say it like that, it sounds like I'm putting two at's in there. Yeah. At. So it's literally just gorgab1985 at gmail.com. Yes. Hit us up on there. Check me out. And check me out, because you won't be here, so it is kind of just checking me out. Check my brother and I out in two weeks. I don't know what movie we're going to do yet, so it'll be a surprise for you on that one. Uh, But until... Next gore. That was terrible. Yeah. You come up with something better. Do it. Just go. See you next, Gab. See you. (sighs) Ooh. Gore you next time? Don't pick at Gab's. Oh. Let's end it right there. All right.
2: This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart okay hi i'm brennan and i'm sergio and we're the co-hosts of scream 101 which is your premiere podcast for horror movie reviews tell me more every month we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme like vampires aquatic horror 70s proto-slashers just different genres okay i'm a huge horror nerd he is sergio is not so much Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. (laughs) On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me. Let's give this a few more
1: quick quips for the anal tips.
0: Everybody likes anal. Everybody likes anal.
1: That's what I've heard.
0: Everybody loves it.
1: I heard that from the horse's mouth, which is me. Your butt hole? Everyone likes everything that I like. Your BH
0: is telling everyone about your anal love?
1: Yes.